0: This week, we get smart with goals and Louis's story about a church. All right, get ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money On My Mind, the podcast that breaks down the world of finance and other current events for Gen X and Y. Straight from the streets, your boys, Jaden and Louis. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's podcast where we break down all that boring financial jargon and old people speak and talk about stuff that we feel is relevant. I'm Jaden. I'm Louie. What are we talking about this week, Louis? Yeah. This week, we're going to go through the second part of how to get
1: what you want in life. So, this week, we'll be working on last Making week's- Making it rain. Making it rain. So, working on the last podcast, basically, of after you have your vision in mind, what's
0: the next practical step to get where you want to go? Mm-hmm. And- Yeah, it shouldn't be a chore. It should be something that you actually want to do because obviously no one wants to be poor forever. Well, you could, but then you'd live on the street or something bad. So, you know, if you want to make money and really the aim of us doing this is to help people and to really, you know, better yourself. So hopefully you get some value from this. Louis, do you want to kick off, mate? All right. So
1: the next step, once you have your vision in mind, is to come up with some goals. They're not an enjoyable thing to really practically do, but through going through some steps, it makes it a lot easier. So I'm sure some of you have heard of the acronym of SMART goal before. It's not actually just referring to intelligent goals or goals with Harvard caps on. And you didn't make it up? Didn't make it up either. (laughs) Uh, So it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Realistic, and Timely. So that actually has to come down to a lot of just individual levels per goal. Um, So the specific part, who, what, when, where, and the most important part, why, uh, measurable has to be something concrete. So if you were saying, I wanna save some money this year, that's great, that's a good idea. But um, by saying the exact figure of how much you're gonna save, it helps you chunk it down into smaller increments and actually reach that goal attainable as well, you actually have to believe it's possible. So that helps you develop the skills and attitudes to actually achieve it. So it's no point saying, I'm going to fly to the moon without a rocket, because it's not really attainable. And that leads into the next part of being realistic as well, where it must represent something that you're willing and able to work for. So if you've worked out that vision and life goal, and you're passionate towards that, then that's a pretty realistic thing to do. And the bigger the better. That actually studies have found the more you aim or the bigger the target, the higher motivation that you'll have. So, the old BHAG, B-hag. big, hairy, audacious goals. Exactly. So, say, Jaden, you, if you only had to make $3,000 of loans in a month, how much do you reckon you'd actually do? <laughs> <laughs> $3,000 of
0: the loan, that's like a credit card a month. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It's, it's the further you push yourself, and you know, the, yeah, the more you're going to achieve. Really, if you're just trying to aim for mediocrity, mm. then
1: and there's nothing worse for hitting your goals in a comfort zone because that comfort zone just detracts from your actual motivation. Because if all you have to do in life is hit that same target every single month, rather than actually increasing it, it drains the life force out of you a little bit, mm-hmm. and that leads into the next part of being timely. So without having an indefinite time frame to a goal. So you say, I want to be a billionaire, but you never actually give yourself a specific date and go in the next step of a time, a day, a month, and a year.
0: And goals will change over time, but really setting yourself boundaries, you know, ads, it keeps you honest basically because yep. then you know if you're going to get X in the next year, you got to work towards that and not just put it off and procrastinate, <laughs> which will be a topic for another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Irony. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, there's um, when setting a goal, I'll give you some examples. Um, there's good ideas and then there's actual goals. So, one of them is I want to lose some weight. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. But saying I will lose 10 kilos through exercise
0: and diet by 1 December 2016, that's an actual goal. And then even breaking that down further to, you know, how are you going to do that on a monthly, on a weekly, on a daily basis, which I think you're going to get to later anyway on weekly reporting and stuff. Yeah,
1: and it comes down to the exact same thing, not only for your personal health but finances. You can't just say, I want to to be rich. You have to come up with your exact figure of what is rich for you. So say a goal on that would say have a million dollars inside an investment portfolio by 1 July 2020. From there, you've got another four or so years to actually achieve that goal. So how are you going to do that? What are the steps that you're going to implement on a yearly basis, then a quarterly basis, then a monthly basis, then a weekly basis, down to a daily basis? So if you saved $30 a day investing that, probably fall a little short, but at least you've started along that track.
0: And then so what are the stats mate? Because I I put up this amazing Harvard Business Report. I was so proud of myself. I found this report that was supposedly from Harvard Business Review that had all the accolades that said goal setters are just the best people in the world and then Louie just completely burst my bubble and said, no, that was actually a made-up report. (laughs) So So, while it was a made-up report,
1: um, a guy called David Cole actually went ahead and tried to come up with a real report. So the original one said that um, only 3% of Americans wrote down their goals and had clear goals in mind and they earn 10 times the amount of income as those that didn't 10x
0: baby we were talking 10x last week we were and i love 10x <laughs> to keep talking about 10x until everyone's with 10x that 10x anyway <laughs> so yeah what, what he found is um 80 of
1: americans don't have goals then from there 16 percent say that they have goals but they just don't write them down uh, from there four percent take the time to write down their goals but only less than one percent actually regularly review them and it was found that this less than one percent they earn over their lifetimes nine times more than the average American that eighty percent who don't actually set goals. So it's a lot. That's decent amount. To pay and that's on. from
0: a real report. That's a with real, real participants. <laughs> and not one of those ones where there's like five people that participate <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's not skewed at all. Yeah.
1: So another um, the importance of goals comes down to how you actually track it and not only the goal itself but how you're going to implement that. So another study by Dr. Gail Matthews, she got a whole bunch of participants, broke them down into different groups uh, where one group was told just to think about their goals, the next group was told to write down their goals and think about their goals, the next group was told to think about their goals, write down their goals and actually share their goals with someone who's not going to judge them or put them down and the last group was told to do all three things plus an actual weekly progress report to that exact same person that they said what their goals were. So the success rates after four weeks for their goals, group one, which was told just to think about them, got 43% done. Uh, Group two, who was told to think about them and write them down, completed 56%. Group three, which had to do the sharing, the writing, and the thinking, they did 64%. And the final group, which had to do all four, and they're actually held accountable by their friend on a weekly basis. They achieve seventy six percent of their goals,
0: which actually is easier than you think. There's a website called Stick. I don't know if you've seen it before. No, I you can basically you set a goal, set the stake. So I'm like, oh, I want to lose thirty kilos by Christmas. I'll put $100 on that and then I can set you as an independent referee to judge if I do it or not. So it actually gives you a goal, makes you accountable because now you've got a third party, a referee involved. You don't want to lose $100. And you've got extra stick (laughs) because I don't want to lose $100. I'll be too upset. It's pretty cool. Check it out. It's it's stick, S T I C K K dot com. It's pretty cool. I'll put it in the show notes anyway. Okay. Which helps you keep it accountable or you just do the old paper and pen Mm. and do that yeah what what we've actually implemented here
1: with between me and a few other friends is uh open excel document where we each have one page per goal of what we want and we actually have to send it around or it's a dropbox shared file so we have to update it every week and say hey we've either failed to do it or we've done it and it keeps us all accountable so we're all on the same track and actually if one of us doesn't do it we come up with some a whole lot of nasty. stick there's a lot of stick there's a normally a physical stick involved rather than just a <laughs> website though <laughs> yeah, so um the next step from there is not only just creating your goals, um, measuring them, tracking them, doing all that, but focusing on specific areas. so there can be any number of areas in your life you can have goals on, um, so your work career or your finances, your free time or recreation time, uh, health and fitness or even relationships, or what you want to give back or contribute to the world. So have a different section for each area of your life.
0: Um, Have you got a template we could upload or something?
1: Yeah, I could could, um, send around a blank Excel template of what I use for golf. Let's totally do that. Yeah, okay. Free goodies. Free goodies. and. Probably one of the best examples of uh, individuals who have great abilities to set goals and achieve goals in one department but not so good at other departments uh, would be some professional sports players or just famous people in general where they're great at their, like, obviously sporting careers but not so good at other areas like relationships or finances where after a couple of years, after soon as the income of millions of dollars ceases, they're broke
0: within, you know, two or three years. You could see why, because I <laughs> sent you an article last week. Mike Tyson, the dude from the Hangover movies and former boxing heavyweight champion, actually bought two Tigers <laughs> just because cost him $140,000 and four grand a month or a week. No, it was a month to maintain them, mm. which is that a good way to spend your money after you've achieved all these great goals? Pretty badass, though. Pretty sweet. <laughs> but anyway, as you're saying. <laughs> yeah. So um,
1: the next step, once you've got all those areas and goals sorted is achieving them. So first step to achieving them. There's a good little story I like to always tell myself where a man walks into a church, asks God, please, God, do me a favor, let me win the lottery. Goes away, comes back a week later and says, God, I didn't win the lottery, just please help me out. you got to help me out. I really need the money. I'll be good. I'll stop drinking. I'll be nice to everyone. Goes away, comes back the next week. Again, hasn't won the lottery. He says, please, God, I need, I need the money. Please do me a favor. And then all of a sudden, he hears a giant booming voice that says, my son, do me a favor and just buy a ticket. Very true. So the moral of the story is you have to actually be in it to win it. So you can have all these goals, but unless you're willing to put those practical steps in place, you won't actually achieve them. So, Jaden, chunk it brilliant. down. <laughs> it's
0: brilliant. Yeah. So really, you've got to, you know, break it down into each of those stages so it's what's going to be a specific goal measurable attainable realistic and timely you got to break it down into into the tasks so lou you want to take us through that
1: yeah so breaking it down into the smaller tasks um there will be someone out there who's achieved your goal so this day of the internet you don't have to uh do carrier pigeons anymore to ask questions? You can go on to Google, and whatever your goal is, there will be someone out there who has achieved that most likely. If your goal is to travel back in time, then
0: you're probably a bit out of luck. But there's a Google thing you can look at web pages at specific dates previously as well, so you can kind of travel <laughs> in time on the way anyway. Anyway, you can't physically
1: go back and pat a dinosaur, unfortunately. Jurassic Park lie, you can Google and from there, find out someone's story of how they've achieved that. So you can research and go through those steps and see how they've done it. From there, prioritize what's important to you. So say you've got a goal between saving $1,000 a month or losing some weight. And losing weight, you're gonna to have to go and join a gym. Say it's a fancy gym and will cost you $1,000 a month. I'm not sure if they've got like steroids in the water or something. serious gym. Serious man. gym. <laughs> but uh, free, free supplements in quotation marks. Um, <laughs> so if it's going to cost you $1,000 a month for your fitness achievements or you're not going to actually hit your financial target, you've mm-hmm. got to work out what's the most important to me. And if it's more important that you be fit and healthy, probably go down that track and then see what you can do elsewhere in your life to achieve the financial goal. Um, And the greatest thing is just take action. So we'll put up the Excel spreadsheet. Uh, Once you have your goal in mind, based around the vision of what you actually want to achieve, uh, chunking that down into quarterly statements. So back to that thing of, I want to have a million dollars inside a portfolio in the next 10 years. You can work out very easily what you're going to have to squirrel away on a weekly basis to actually hit that after the end of 10 years, rather than saying, I want to be rich one day you can see a tracking measurement as well and someone having open access to your goal tracker will actually keep you accountable so you can't just lie to yourself which I know we all do every Mm -hmm. single day sometimes sometimes so um, what stops people achieving their goals? fear so comes down to a bit of an ancestry thing where um, fear used to be an awesome thing saved us from getting eaten by tigers, lions and bears where fight or flight kicked in But mostly today, a lot of our fears are just self-created. So someone, I forgot who it was, but they coined a little acronym uh, where fear stands for fantasized experience appearing real. So most of the fears, say you're afraid to pick up the phone and ask someone of, hey, you're a millionaire. How have you actually achieved this? Um, You've got nothing to lose. Like you're not going to be left in a worse position through talking to them than if you
0: didn't talk to them. Which yeah. actually, funnily enough, my brother, about four <laughs> years ago, five years ago, there was like a Queensland top 100 list of people and number eight was this dude, Nev Pask, who's multi-multi-millionaire, owns a stack of properties. Mm. And my brother thought, oh, was it hurt? I sent him an email and <laughs> <laughs> said, like, hey, what did you do? How did you do it? And surprisingly the guy replied and had a coffee with him and sat down and actually took time and not saying everyone should email (laughs) poor Nev Pass (laughs) because he's this property bajillionaire in Queensland. But like Louis saying, it's not that hard and really what's the downside? You're not going to get eaten by a tiger. You're sending an email to a guy that's, Probably busy, but always, you know, people want to help, I think. Yeah. I think inherently, most, people want to help. Most people are good and, like, especially they've struggled through things
1: and if they're half a decent human being, they don't want to see someone else struggle through something else. So most people are more than willing to share their struggles or their lessons in life and just finding yourself a mentor or hanging around people who are more successful. So join an
0: association where you get to- Look for meetups. Like yeah. There's heaps of things online, Facebook groups, like our page. What up?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So not only the fears, something that are just essentially artificially created. Obviously not phobias because they've come down to you not liking spiders or snakes or
0: something like that. But do you have any phobias? Um, actually, don't. I do think- I? I don't like heights. I've been skydiving, mm. but I get really bad vertigo, like really high up. Oh, really? But I'm yet to find one. I might. Probably, I'd say my
1: biggest fear would be sharks. It's not quite a phobia, but- You should go diving.
0: Yeah. I'll have to take you diving. Yeah, sharks I'll are sweet. I'll have to
1: go fun. pat a great wife. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, from from there, um, a good way to get rid of that fear is basically focusing on what you're actually afraid of. So write it down. What's, what's going to happen? What's the worst? Um, next step, focus on the outcome that you want. So say, for instance, again, you want to talk to a millionaire, learn their success stories, see what's happened. What's actually stopping you? Them saying no? Well, we hear no every single day of our lives, mostly. So it's just another no, and you just have to get over that. And if you ask on. enough, someone's going to say yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's all a numbers <it's laughs> <all laughs> game.
0: What's for them can be yeah, for you.
1: And that's that's a good saying where it's always su- too soon to give up. So you're always going to come across obstacles in life. Just simply make three different solutions to your obstacle. If none of those work, just make another three. So break it down, chunk it down, and you can achieve any goal you really set out for.
0: And actually, I saw this good before even wrapping this up. I saw a presentation by um, Matt Turner, who's the guy that owns 99 Bikes. His dad's Screw Turner, who owns Flight Center. Flight and again, they've done all these amazing <laughs> things. And he ran his business for five years. Same thing, like just slugging it out. It was really tough, really hard build it from the ground up and he had a picture in his presentation of a guy, like a cartoon guy, digging underground horizontally in a gold mine, like digging a hole, digging a hole, digging a hole and there was one where the guy dug and it was, you know, millimetres away from the big gold deposit but gave up because he'd been digging for too long and turned back and it's one of the stories of, you know, it it actually, it's always too soon to give up so don't give up too soon because the opportunity could be right there. And that's why you need that life mission
1: in the first place because unless you have that, you're most likely after the first couple of rejections or no. It gets a bit yeah. tough, man. Yeah. I ever, everyone's heard the story about um, Harry Potter. She was... You love sent, Harry Potter. Oh, you did, it's I a mean, good story, though. I go on. Sorry. Yeah. So she was rejected by, I think it was 12 publishers or something, before she actually got accepted by a publisher. So now she's worth over a billion dollars after that. And most authors, even Stephen King, was about ready to throw scripts of Carry Out and all these movies, well, all these books that have been converted into movies, He was a struggling author for a lot of his life, and that's the same with most authors out there or any successful person. Like even old KFC, the Colonel, he didn't strike it until he was 88. He'd been uh, essentially... Like he's actually got the most depressing life story I've, I've read out of most successful people. And racist as well. And very racist.
0: <laughs> However, he grew up in different times. so. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I suppose, wrapping it up. If you aim for the wrong goals, you're going end up in the wrong place. So yeah. that's why goals are really critical as is your vision statement because it all fits together because if you don't know where you're going using your GPS stories, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know the destination, then you're never going to get there. Um, so yeah, I suppose wrapping up, mate. Yeah, so
1: wrap it up. Uh get smart with your goals. So set out those smart, the specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely goals. Mm-hmm. Um, break them into areas. So financial goals that you have, lifestyle goals you have, relationship goals that you have, and then break down into steps how you're going to actually achieve them practically. Because without those So quarterly, yeah. weekly, yeah. so daily. Every goal, every goal is like a project. If you have a massive project to complete at work you're not just going to think i'll get this done yeah i'll do it sometime you've probably your work's either got an implementation process to get that completed or it's up to you to come up with one where you can't just skip from a to b
0: without going along the journey mate brilliant How's a ripper <laughs> all right well thanks guys hope you enjoyed that obviously hopefully like our facebook page leave some comments Love to see some iTunes reviews anyway. I'm Jaden Vecchio. I'm Louis Strange. And until next time, make some money.